0: Hello. <laughs> That's silly.
1: Shoot him now. Shoot him now. Oh, I Hello and welcome to That's Not Quite All Folks, a Looney Tunes podcast. I'm your host, Mark Hallam, joined by...
0: And I'm Jordan Schmitz. Today, we'll be talking about three cartoons that no one has ever talked about before, and we'll be saying things that no one has ever said about it before, because it's not like these are three of the most heralded Looney Tunes of all time or anything. Isn't that right, Mark? Oh,
1: no. I mean, but... But before this episode, I had no idea these shorts existed. Really? I had no idea what the jokes were. Mm. So it was a complete surprise to find out that these three shorts are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea
0: that the word despicable was funny if it was used in a lisp for today. So I'm 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 very enlightened. And if, if I seem like I'm on a cloud throughout this entire podcast, that is why. No other no other life reasons. Um <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if the audience has figured out what we're doing right now
1: <laughs> all right so for this week's show we are doing the infamous Chuck Jones hunting trilogy which it which is the sandwiched three shorts of rabbit fire rabbit seasoning and duck rabbit duck
0: and um again obviously these are cartoons that everybody knows really well uh, a lot of the jokes and and lines from this one are, are in in ingrained in popular culture to this day. Now, obviously we're covering this, um, we're covering these because, well, they're really good, but also we want to give a perspective on these that, um, hasn't really been given yet. Although eventually I imagine a lot of times we are going to go into hero worship. So if this is more shallow than a lot of the other ones that we've done so far, that is why, because these are three iconic Looney Tune shorts and we are not going to be subtle about how much we love them. Although I am going to circle it back eventually to why are these so great? Because we can say, okay, this joke is great. This hook is great. There's got to be a bigger reason as to why these are so memorable. And hopefully by the time after we've covered all three of these, we'll have figured it out together. Yes, it's a lesson episode.
1: Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... These all fit under a theme that being that each short has the exact same plot. It's just Omar Fudd is hunting and usually it's duck season so Daffy messes with signs and logic of the hunter elmer fudd to make it rabbit season so that the hunter may kill bugs bunny and not him
0: but it never goes according to plan
1: (laughs) and we have a, a plethora of examples on why they never work out a
0: plethora we're using the big sat words for rabbit seasoning and rabbit fire are we Oh yes oh yes
1: so um the the history of the of the um I guess we have to cover maybe like like the history of of Rabbit Fire, since that was the thing uh, like the, that. The first yeah.
0: one. Yeah. There's not a lot to it, although it, it's it's the kind of thing where on the on the featurettes that would be on the um the Tunes Golden Collection DVDs.
1: Take a shot. Hmm? Take a shot every time we mention on the Golden Collections. You
0: will be either <laughs> hammered or dead by the end of this. Um but they like to basically on on the featurettes about this trilogy. They basically say that it was Chuck Jones and Michael Maltese's excuses to get these three flagship characters in the same cartoon. It it's not really that much more complex than that by their explanation. Although in reality, it's slightly more complex. I mean, there is like, I haven't read up a ton on the, the history of this because it seems like just a very fairly simple cartoon rabbit fire that just became two others. Like, it, it's very spur of the moment. It's not like I have a master plan to make three classic cartoons with the same characters. No, it, if you're thinking about that kind of mentality, that's not really the mentality a lot of the Looney tunes people had. It's seeing what sticks on the wall and saying, oh, if people like that, I can recreate it for another one. Um, the th- the main things that Chuck Jones wanted to do with, um, with this one and also inevitably with the other ones. First of all, he wanted to shift Daffy Duck from being the screwball type we knew him from the, the 40s cartoons, from Duck Hunt onward, to being more of a greedier, vain type of character in order to be a better foil for Bugs Bunny. Because he knew that Bugs and Daffy would go together pretty well because, you know, A, flagship characters, and B, they're they're so similar but at the same time different, if that makes any sense. But he wanted to sort of shore up a lot of the more competitive not villainous, but more dastardly points of Daffy in order to make Bugs the eternal good guy on this point. And the other thing that Chuck wanted to do um, with, with at least with Rabbit Fire is he, he wanted, or at least ended up um, having a lot of frames of animation with two cartoon characters at once in the same frame rather than the typical one that would be in, you know, cutaways and such and due to budgetary re- reasons, you would just see other than master shots, which would be very brief. You would see one character in the frame at a time, unless it was like a wider type and, you know, cause this was, you know, it's the forties and fifties. They want to save, but um, yeah, they, they wanted like more characters in the frame at once, especially during the rabbit season, duck season, back and forths, which are longer sequences. And this is also the first time Bugs and Dabby mm-hmm. properly co-star a cartoon. So it's a very big deal there.
1: And also also, what I find to be quite funny is that you say like, oh, these are three like landmark characters. I'm just thinking what would have happened five, six years earlier at, where at the time where Porky was considered a um, a big high star character. Like I'm just imagining some alternate dimension where we had like early Clampett Bugs, and Screwball Daffy with Porky as the Hunter. Like some sort of like weird, bizarro world where that happened.
0: It's like imagining the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but like in the 90s, with like all those with like Denzel Washington as Black Panther or whatever the hell they wanted to do. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's interesting to think that if this would have been in the 40s, Porky would be the Hunter. And it would probably be either a Clampett cartoon or a Frizz cartoon. In terms of I do have a very fun um, uh, on this date kind of fact for the day that "Rabbit Fire" was released. So it, it came out on May nineteenth, nineteen fifty-one, and uh, there is a very famous birthday on that day. At least in term in in the case of my rock and roll background, uh, Joey Ramone, aka the lead singer and uh, lead awesome person in the Ramones, the famous punk group from the seventies and eighties and early nineties. Was born on that day in 1951, so
1: that's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I, I don't, I don't have a ton of Ramones on my uh, iTunes playlist, but I think they're cool. So, yeah, actually getting into Rabbit Fire, which you know, it's a Chuck and Michael Maltese joint. Um, the first thing I will say about Rabbit Fire, going into it, is it is very affirming to me. To see Arthur Q. Bryan's be very, very quiet line now that he's had a good ten years to evolve as Elmer, comparing it to the uh, the wild hair utterance of that, and seeing how far he's come as Elmer is is really cool because like you know there's more gravel in the voice and there's more he's he's got it down and so it's 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 very it's a very full circle kind of thing. It's more of a tenth anniversary sort of tribute than what's up, Doc was. (laughs) (laughs) can, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. So um so yeah, we see Elmer skunking around, you know, doing his usual shtick and he'll be really, really quiet. And oh boy, twacks. And the twacks are uh courtesy of Daffy like doing some very like the way they the way they frame it is great. Like just have like rabbit feet just in the shot and without like seeing that it's just Daffy like in like slip on rabbit feet, like making prints. And it's a great reveal of the new great greedier Daffy character. I mean, as he says himself, survival of the fittest. And besides, it's fun. <laughs> I really like like already just the dominoes being in place of just Elmer is an advanced idiot, but still an idiot. And Daffy is now this greedy competitive sort. And we haven't even gotten to bugs yet, who, as as the credits have shown, is the star of the, the short. So it's very cool that we're already having that set up. And I realize I'm getting really analytical about like rabbit fire, which you don't need to get a lot of uh, people love it, but I love Bugs's confused, ear blown. What's up doc after Elmer blasts through his ears. <laughs> he's like, he's like, hey, like, like more compassionate than the usual. Like he's not even trying to be an ass. He's just like, Hey, what's going on? Like <laughs> I demand an explanation here. <laughs> and I also love right after that. And again, the littlest gags are working for me early on in this cartoon before we even get to the crux of it. But Elmer goes right in with bugs and, and just like gun right to his mouth and, and goes, now I got you, you. Deep pause. Wabbit. <laughs> like he couldn't think of an adjective. <laughs> you got the whole ride up to think about what you're going to say to him and you can't even think of an adjective. Poor Elmer. Oh. What an idiot! And I also love, eh, but he's he's a wonderful idiot, oh, yeah. and we love him. And We already talked at length about why we love him. So I also love the music cue when Bugs leans on Elmer's gun and winds up to, to fool him. You know, the, 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 the Carl Stalling is doing subtle work in these. I mean, obviously, it's a lot less subtle in something like Duck Rabbit Duck, but just the small little cues even work. Uh, and this leads right into because you know Daffy barges in saying, "Hey, you're doing it wrong," and this leads right into the immortal rabbit season duck season argument, which is very much already he- heralded. So I'll try and talk about less surface stuff here. Uh, the music cues are perfect here, mm-hmm. like the way Carl Stalling balances, you know, the... <laughs> but just that that back and forth is like really good. And is honestly one of the reasons why the eventual gag works so well. Because if it was just it's like with Jaws, if it was just silenced.
1: season. Duck season.
0: Duck season. Duck season. Duck season. Wabbit season. But yeah. Uh also Bugs' his eyebrow
1: move before he pulled a fast one on Daphne. Very very uh, very, uh... Mark's Brothers ask move to, to, to the camera.
0: yes, I, and again, there are lots of little ones of those in this, and just how undeterred Daffy is like, no, we have to get this right, <laughs> even doing it several other times I, and you see that a lot in the rest of these. Daffy is very stubborn. Daffy is like, no, I have to get this right, even if it ends up like confusing him and and you know, I have to get this right even if I don't understand what getting it right means for me. It's a very twisted. Fanatical sort of mindset that is very Chuck Jones and is almost a Wiley Coyote esque sort of like, I want this, I want this. Wait a minute, what did I want in the first place? Oh, no, stop. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, after a lot of that repetition, which again works, uh, we have the No More Bullets gag, which is just classic and well paced. I think Bugs Calling Daffy Laughing Boy is another <laughs> reference to Daffy. <laughs> Earlier laughing mad appearances. Because, you know, the whole thing, you know, Daffy Duck is the guy who goes wa-do, 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 across the river. And so Bugs is referencing that and referencing intertextually and, and its own lore by saying,
1: hey, laughing boy. It's it's a very cool moment. And Daffy is, like, so happy to hear no more bullets for a split second. Like, no more bullets? And, and that he's <laughs> like, wait a minute. Let me look at that. <laughs> it's like, he's for a split second. Like, oh, good. I won't get shot. And he's like, wait a minute. I still want Bugs to get shot, so I, I have to look at this. <laughs> and of course, it just—he
0: <laughs> doesn't think it through. Though. Yeah, he does and not. And that's think the it great through. thing about these—he never thinks it through. Um, we then get the gag where Daffy, seeing the duck sees an open sign, dresses up as Bugs, only for Bugs <laughs> to dress up as Daffy and switch the signs. Yes. Now I read, I read something on um, somewhere, uh, Hank Azaria who, um, a famous voice actor. He does billions of people on The Simpsons. He's really, really great. Uh, Hank Azaria has said that he absolutely is fascinated by Mel Blanc's ability to do impersonations of the characters through his other characters, like Bugs as Daffy or Daffy as Bugs. He is floored by that. He said that he has tried it with The Simpsons people of doing impressions, like, like Wiggum doing an impression of, Uh, Apu, or um, whatever the heck. And they can never get it to work because it just takes so much intricacy. And Mel Blanc had a lot of that intricacy sort of built in and at the ready. And that's just the testament to Mel Blanc as a performer. He's just, he can do Bugs doing a really good Daffy impression.
1: Or vice versa. And also, Daffy just looks so silly doing a Bugs impression yes he, he's so uh, uh, again this also has to do with you feel like watching these cartoons that even though it's like the first like real appearance of bugs and daffy co-starring in a short together you can feel they know each other a long time which makes no sense because yes. they're anime cartoon characters you can feel like these are two two actors who They've been on the Warner Brothers lot for so long. Now, eventually, when they get when they get together for a short, they're like, "Oh, I like him. I, I, I can work with him. I know his tricks and stuff." Yeah. So it, it's just so it, it's just so much fun to see them uh, see them working together. Yeah,
0: and as I've mentioned before on this podcast, this is not the first time that Bugs and Daffy, or at least that Daffy has alluded to Bugs being on the same sort of itinerary. I mean, in Porky Pig's Feet, which again. We're gonna get there. It's gonna be so great. The whole ending of that is him calling up Bugs Bunny saying he usually gets out of scrapes like these. Let's call him up. And it turns out these in the exact same situation they are. Yeah. So that sort of inner universe kind of acknowledgement, I think, has a great payoff with these and also the rest of like after this one, Bugs and Daffy are in so many cartoons together and so many movies together. And but it wouldn't be without these and without the sort of shared universe thing. Um yeah, here, of course, we get Daffy going, you're despicable for the first time, which he just, Mel, Mel just riffs on, on that as Daffy. He's just oh, like yeah. improvising his random stuff, you know, goodness knows. And and, and,
1: and as, and as <laughs> and, and that, and goodness knows that you're, uh, anyone could be so knows. Dis- despicable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And just Bugs is just casually taking off his uh, Daffy disguise. And we get another great gag. Probably
1: the most brutal joke in the whole short. Bugs and Daffy saying to Elmer, Hey, which one would you want to make? Like, which one would you want to eat? To cook. cook yeah. more. <laughs> and, and his final uh, story thing. Um, when I was a kid and you know, watched Looney Tunes cartoons, and especially watching this one, Knowing that there were like dishes that rabbits and ducks can be into, it actually kind of turned me off to eating rabbit and duck for an incredibly long time. To just in my, in my yes. brain, being like, oh, I can't, it's but it's funny, I, I can't. Oh, it's Daffy Duck now. Now, given, it didn't stop me from eating Foghorn Lakehorn or Porky Pig, but for some reason, <laughs> for some reason,
0: or Claramel the Cow. <laughs> Wrong company, I know. Not
1: company, but, you know, she deserved it. That bland, that bland curd. Anyways, uh...
0: George. Um, but yeah, um, I I can. I mean, look, just I'm not from a part of America where people will eat a lot of duck and rabbit on a daily basis. Not to discourage, not to discourage anybody in any southern region who's listening to this. Hi, y'all. But I I definitely think that cartoons like these put the idea off in my head of, wait a minute, I can't eat a rabbit or a duck. They're cartoon characters. Yeah. And although I will say to the um at, at this at this date of my life, I have in fact eaten duck. Uh I forget where, I forget how, but I I don't imagine spinning it out. Uh I don't think I've eaten rabbit though. So but yeah, after this this cookbooks bit has one of the greatest character payoffs of all time oh, yeah, where Elmer announces he's a vegetarian and he just hunts for sports. That's just such a good character detail. So good. That's the kind of thing that like, Chuck Jones wasn't going, or Michael Maltese or somebody wasn't going like, hey, what, what, if, what if we do this with Elmer? What if we put this twist on him? And oh, it, it's such a good detail because it just puts the rest of everything we've seen him in before and everything we'll see him in in the future in perspective. And like with Lisa Timpson, I think they keep him a vegetarian. Although I don't think we needed any Paul McCartney um, uh, intervention there.
1: And, and also and again, so Amber just says I'm vegetarian and it's just like great one, two punch of bugs going, Oy. well, there's other like, yeah. sports besides hunting, you know? And then daffy just comes in full tennis outfit, like, it look for tennis. <laughs> this gag makes me
0: laugh the hardest now. <laughs> It comes out of nowhere and it is immediately met with gunfire. It is so well timed.
1: And
0: now, and now we have which is the again, all three of this have this portion. Um, the the Bugs and Daffy teamwork portion of the cartoon, where Bugs and Daffy collaborate for a brief moment in Bugs's hole. First of all, we get the classic. Well-quoted in my house, at least, gag of, for shame, uh, hunting rabbits with an elephant gun. Elephant? And another well-timed, too funny gag is, as Bugs suggests, sh- suggests that he goes shooting elephants, one elephant shows up and whops him into the crowd. <laughs> Out of
1: nowhere!
0: <laughs> the logic they're playing with in this one. I mean, we're going to talk about, you know, obviously, which one is better, and I I think we both know which one is better. But, like, this is just so random and funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, And then after this, we have Bugs and Daffy turning up as a lady and her dog, which is very funny, and they just screw with Elmer immediately because, of course, he buys it. I have no idea how Bugs' scams always fool Elmer. But his intellect doesn't help. I mean, I I do love Bugs' pathetic little wave, though, once Elmer finds out that it's him. I
1: just. Ah, hi. <laughs> it, it, it's just funny. Just Bugs is like little female voice. Oh, I'm yeah. I think that's also like a kind of show Mel Blanc's talent is when he does that that high pitched, uh, women voice. You can still tell it's Bugs.
0: Yes. And then after that is the um, there is no other way of putting it. This is the most perfect ending to a cartoon possibly ever. <laughs> yeah. Because. We dig back to the rabbit season, duck season argument, complete with signs, <laughs> and we tear them off progressively until we get to a sign that does not say rabbit or duck season, but rather Elmer season. <laughs> the rug has been pulled out from under Elmer Fudd. I love his red-faced reaction as he realizes the jig is up.
1: The, the, the reaction of Elmer, the look of Bugs and Daffies, they look over at <laughs> Elmer. Like, everyone knows what's about to go down.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. And then we just get the most perfect ending shot of Elmer, of of Daffy and Bugs in hunter uniforms going, be very quiet, we're hunting Elmers.
1: (laughs) Again, another demonstration that Mel can also do, Bugs doing an impression of Elmer and Daffy doing an impression of Elmer's laugh. God, this is a great tour de force for Mel Blanc in this cartoon.
0: It is. It's it's one of the reasons why Mel Blanc is such a valuable performer, because he can make all of this work while also it not just being a complete vocal uh, thing. I mean, it, it's really everybody. It's Chuck Jones, Michael Maltese, everybody, Carl Stalling. But Mel Blanc makes this work because it requires so much energy on all three sides, and... Honestly, more comedic energy than like I'm gonna make it clear this is not my favorite of the three, this is the funniest of the three. And Mel Blanc, given his all, definitely helps to that. Any other final thoughts on this before I get into my anvil rating?
1: I think I said this last week, but um, or just a couple episodes ago, that Rabbit Fire was the one, was the second of a two pack Looney Tune deal I had on my iPod Touch back in like middle school. So I know this short forwards and backwards and it's, it still, it still cracks me up
0: every time. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen this one a million times. I must've worn out the golden collection disc drink that I have um, of this one. And um, it's so it's still very funny to me. Obviously some of the rabbit season, duck season ones have calmed down for me. Cause usually that like when I was a kid, that was the funniest stuff. Just going back and forth. No, no, no. But now that I've mellowed out and grown up, I can say that just the smaller gag work really impresses me here. And just the overall, and, and the ending. The ending, which cracked me up then, still cracks me up now. Oh, yeah. Because it's just the perfect ending. Um, the formula works here on the first go. Not my favorite of the three, but it's really damn good. And unsurprisingly, this gets a five out of five for me. Yep. Same for me. There's going to be a lot of heaping of praise in this episode, guys. I hope you guys are all right. At if that. you
1: want <laughs> – look, it's the internet. I'm pretty sure if you were to go out there, you can find some hot takes saying that these shorts aren't as funny as everyone says they are and that it's you know, it's it's overblown. And I, I pity those people, honestly. I really pity those people. Would
0: you go on to say that you pity the fool – very very quiet.
1: Anyways,
0: Pretty <laughs> <laughs> fool. Uh, so that's Rabbit Fire. Uh, what could possibly be better than
1: Rabbit Fire? Well, well, uh, Rabbit Fire was in 1951. So in 1952, the very next, the very year, next year. So you know this short must have must have came back to the studio. Like all the vendors want, like this short. Everyone's just. You gotta give us more. So, Jones and Maltese were like, okay. So, on September 20th, 1952, Rabbit Seasoning came out. The second short in the hunting trilogy. For the longest time, for some reason, I thought this was the first one. I don't know why. Because this short takes place in the fall. Oh, yeah. And this is something This is something right. that I finally looked out. So this short takes place in the fall while Rabbit Fire takes place in – I believe it happens in like the spring or summer. Something like that, yeah. So you could probably make the narrative that these three shorts all happened in like cartoon universe timeline – in one year like there's just one year where bugs and daffy have to fend off elmer each consecutive season because every season is like duck season or rabbit season so why not borrowing
0: that logic that means that this is the world's longest duck season because in all three of these it's actually duck (laughs) season so that means it stretches from spring until fall and then winter so is it never not duck season i guess it is in the summer
1: Oh no! It's in the summer rabbit season.
0: Maybe, maybe Bugs just keeps fixing the calendar. Maybe just keeping a word in with the gaming commission, going, "Hey, it needs to be duck season for a little longer."
1: I'm not done messing with Daffy.
0: I am not a rabbit. I am clearly another person. It needs to go until winter.
1: <laughs> All right. So
0: that sounds like a robot chicken sketch.
1: <laughs> well, any robot chickenly tune sketch is more respectful of the cartoons than Family Guy. Just saying. The eight mile one's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. All right. So again, directed by Chuck Jones, ran by Michael Montes. Nothing of significance happened on September twentieth, nineteen fifty two. So, I guess we just Ooh. go right into it. So, all right. The, the the first thing that that comes to um comes to mind. Well, first of all, from the title screen, it tells you it's fall because the the colors of the leaves are are orange. So, so right off the bat, it right. establishes uh, the uh, the the backgrounds, which is something that I found really, really, really well uh, painted in this one. Which again, I, I said this earlier in the um, in, in in the Taz episode that Chuck Jones's forests in uh, Rabbit Seasoning and Rabbit Fire are very well detailed. They're very well colored and very well laid out. As we Going to a, the first gag, we see a a sign that says, you know, "If you're looking for fun." The camera pans over with great Carl Stalling of music. Pan over, don't need a reason. Pan over, and over, he needs a gun. It's rapid season. <laughs> and we, It's and so- then just a lot of uh. A, a lot of tracking shots because we go from there to just all signs of the rabbit season and banner saying rabbit season and stuff and, and you figure what the heck why is the game where put all these signs it's not it's <laughs> daffy
0: he's putting the work in so
1: we then we transition to the other signs saying you know a rabbit a straight you know 15 miles a, ahead and then you know, rabbit rabbit and then, and then eventually, we just cut to Daffy, just hammering in another sign that says "rabbit." So automatically, we know it's da- It's Daffy.
0: Seven and a half feet ahead. <laughs> seven and a half feet ahead. Like you needed, like you know, like ten miles or, or, or ten feet or fifteen feet. You know, round numbers. Seven and a half. I think you're being a bit too. <laughs>
1: Someone's being specific. eager. Someone's being eager oh, yeah. to to get, to get his friend killed. <laughs> Oh. yeah yeah so that, that just Daffy just goes to the audience like fight. it's really duck season and just a great transition shot from that to Elmer whose first line is it's rabbit season it's rabbit season <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love That's, it that, I get the great disposition of uh of people and then Elmer Fudd finds Bugs Bunny's home he yeah, says no come out there rabbit give me the kind of <laughs> I, one, two, three, four. So, as Elmer is shooting into Bugs' home, we pan over that Bugs is in another rabbit hole looking at all this. He then walks over to Elmer. A hey, hey, he just, again, in a clip we saw last week with uh, the Bugsman Rover and movie, just puts his head in, says, What's up, Doc? And then Elmer just, just just says that oh you know oh i'm hunting for rabbits and a bunch of oh rabbits huh and then he showing on the carrot he puts his arm on elmer's hats <laughs> you know, just, again just clearly not finding elmer to be a threat in the slightest nope just oh yeah uh, i haven't any any luck and Elmer just goes oh in fact i, I haven't even seen a rabbit <laughs> it's just
0: daffy's <Deathies> reaction <laughs> yeah
1: just
0: Oh my god, I just saved it to my reaction pictures folder. I, <laughs> I, I, it's it's one of the most useful ones because he looks horrified. <laughs> he's just confused and just like does a double take. He's going,
1: what? Yeah, Daffy's just confused. He's just yelling at Elmer. And anyway, he's like, what's wrong? I haven't seen a rat when you see one, hmm? And then there's just great little animation of Daffy's pupils just darting into Elmer's. Just like, we mm, you did yes. see. And then we and then we just uh, we, we transition into kind of – First of all, there's a great music cue here, yes, by the way, yes.
0: of just like, you know, just him just like pointing out bungs. Eh, here's the gun. Just Carl Stalling has great music cues right there. Again, these are great showcases for Carl Stalling, all three of these. Yeah,
1: so then Neil Bugs just says, uh, you know, yeah, he's right. I am a rabbit. Would you like to shoot me now? Wait till you get home. And Daffy, again, great animation. A lot of smears in this in this one. There's a lot of, yes. like, uh, smear frames. Because, you know, dive just jumping up, like, shoot him now, shoot him now. And Bugs just goes, yeah. you keep at it. He doesn't have to shoot you now. And Dive just... Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not thinking, I- I'm assuming it was because he was just so angry at Elmer's stupidity. Just like, like yes, he does have to shoot me now. It's... T- <laughs> yells at Elmer, shoot me now. And Elmer's confused. Like, like, he's <laughs> like, uh, okay. And then Daffy, you know, he sticks his tongue out, like, damn, let's so, yeah, I'm smarter than you. Again, uh, a very, very classic um, Daffy foil is thinking he's smarter than everyone else in in the room. Exactly. Because he gets shot out, his beak, you know, it, it goes all over the place, he puts it back, and then he goes to Bugs and goes, Let's run through that again. <laughs> and
0: I love the second time through.
1: So then they essentially do a dry script read of what they just did. <laughs> just yeah. You know,
0: Bugs is so dry. Daffy is so like so, blank when he's doing this. And
1: he's like, "You keep out of this. He doesn't have to shoot you now. Shoot him now. Shoot him now. You keep out of this. He doesn't have to shoot you now." And then he goes, ah, hold on." Right, one second there. Pronoun trouble. <laughs> 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 just, yeah, look, he, he looks at the audience, like, see, hey, ha See? He messed up. He just goes, listen, it's okay, not he doesn't have to shoot you now. It's he doesn't have to shoot me now.
0: Okay, so he understands that it's something wrong. But the line immediately after that is, like, he doesn't understand what's wrong about it? Exactly. So he's still confused.
1: This is what he does to shoot me now. Runs back to Elmer and says, so shoot me now. Shoot him again.
0: <laughs> I also love that right before Daffy comes goes off screen, after I, I say he does have to shoot me now, Bugs looks right at the camera for a split second before we cut back <laughs> to Daffy. He's like,
1: it's all, it's all are, are you was see. Are you guys seeing? Yeah, so, so, he, so Daffy gets shot again. He goes right up to Bugs in an angry expression. This is something that I've I've emulated. I, I don't know why I've emulated. this. Oh yeah, but just Bugs you going is and just yes. uh, he, eyes get small. He realizes that he's been fooled again. So he just you know he pulls <laughs> his pointing finger away, closes his mouth, gains composure, just goes. Oh no, you don't. Out again. Sorry. <laughs> so, Darf be going, okay, Omer, let's talk through this. Now, who, what are you, Omer? A hunter? And what season is it? Rabbit season? So if he was a rabbit, what would you do? And then Bugs just interjects saying, yeah, well, yeah, if he, if he was a rabbit, what would you do? And just, yeah, my, if I was a rabbit, what would you do? And Elmer just goes, well, I'd, and then Elmer just, and then Daffy just goes, not again. Not again. <laughs> Get shot. It just works. It works because it's just the little
0: high-pitched sort of, it, 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 it's it's rivaled by something in the next one as well. But just, like, him realizing, wait a minute, I keep screwing up. It's not getting any better. And Elmer is just into it. He's like, well, you know.
1: <laughs> it's so damn funny. Yeah, and then and then Dave just walk, walks back to Bug. It just does a very dry laugh at his face. Like, ha, ha, <laughs> you screwed me over. And, and then Elmer just goes, like, listen, I can't wait anymore. I'm going to have to shoot both of you now. So then we get the, you know, the, the Bugs and Daffy team-up session, yes. where Bugs and Daffy, they dive into a random hole in the ground, they listen for Elmer's footsteps to walk away, and Bugs, out of breath, just says, okay, go look up there and see if he's still there. So he's <laughs> just- even... Even
0: when he's on the same side as Daffy, he's still trying to screw Daffy over. <laughs> yeah. You be the lookout. I'm not doing
1: it. Yeah. So, Daffy look, looks out, he a gunshot blast, his feet extend, and he just shoots back down. And Bugs just goes, Well, is he still there? And just <laughs> this, this fuck um Daffy just looks at the camera, has a beat you up, know, just goes, You know, still lurking about. <laughs> <laughs> the way, the fact that he
0: uses the phrase lurking about too
1: still, up. still lurking about and then Bugs just is like okay listen how about this and I love that Bugs has a plan well, we don't see a lot of times where Bugs just verbally goes okay I have a plan but he just goes okay why don't you disguise him as a decoy and lure him away <laughs> and of course you know <laughs> without me just still be He's knocked out by the gun blast. He goes like, no, no more for me, thanks. I'm driving. <laughs> and he knocks knocks himself out. And Buck's like, Never send a duck to do a rabbit's job. So then we go back up to land and Elmer is just scream, Okay, you screw a Duck, get out of there. I'll around it all and then Buck just comes up dressed up as this female fatale. Even more convincing than the first drag thing he did in, in yes. Rabbit Fire. He probably learned. He probably learned to get to get a better wig or something. So
0: Yeah. He and Rue probably were, were talking behind the scenes.
1: <laughs> so, of course, Elmer's a Millie Smitten. Oh, so, he goes up by this bench. And then we just cut over to Daffy. And just a perfect <laughs> Chuck Jones Daffy frame. Just... <laughs> You just tell me his expression. He's again. He just. I can't believe this yeah. is working. You know, like, <laughs> like what
0: the heck? The exchange here is literally both of these characters in a nutshell. It's Daffy just exasperated, going, "Surely you're not going to be taken in by that old gang. <laughs> and which is just like, "I can't believe it." It's it's it's. And then Elmer just responds with, "Isn't she woofy?" <laughs> Like, one is easily fooled, but just completely astonished. And the other is just easily fooled, but earnest about it. Like, it, these characters are just perfectly done in this one. The whole sequence is great. I love, you, you, you love the gag here where, where Bugs makes Elmer's hat stand on end?
1: Oh, dang, I, I, I didn't notice that, actually. Well,
0: it's, it's one of the few times in this where we actually mean an innuendo. So um Chuck Jones meant it, I think. I think he was trying to do a sly little joke.
1: Yeah, there. so eventually Daffy just goes to Bug dressed up and just goes, you know, like like out of sheer you know, out of sheer honesty, I I demand that I made you tell me who you are. Bug just goes, Yes, I just love a duck dinner. <laughs> and and he kisses him. Elmer here. A- Elmer Elmer here. <laughs> walks over absent do <laughs> This was the goofiest looking expression on his face imaginable. <laughs> it's great. So I so just goes, uh, like, oh, I, I, I'm so sorry, madam. I'm so sorry for uh, interrupting you. Uh, I apologize. And it just goes, aha! Just, just the biggest expression. And Abby just immediately runs over to Elmer, like, like, that's your chance, Hawkeye, shoot him, shoot him. Which inspired me to make a very tasteful Hawkeye meme. Oh. Oh, yes, yes. Very tasteful Hawkeye Thor meme from the Thor movie that everyone remembers. Anyways, uh- so eventually, you know, Bugs takes off while well, he's taking off the the uh, the lipstick, just goes, you know, he he, he got me dead to rights, Doc. Would you like to shoot him here or wait till you get home? <laughs> he's still trying. <laughs> he's, he's still doing pronouns. So, And then Daffy just goes, oh, no, you don't. Wait till you get home. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay. And then Carl Stalin just plays, you know, the, there's no place like home music motif. As we see Helmer and Daffy, who again, is on top of the world, he thinks he's one. <laughs> so, just we got this log cabin, and as soon as the they're reason- going in hand in hand, going in hand in hand, as soon as the door closes, just <laughs> blast colors go off in the window, open the door, Daffy walks out, he's all feathered up. Like a March cadence. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and he just looks straight at, folks just still. you're despicable. That's all we need. And, oh, man. Gee, do you think we like that one? <laughs> <laughs> man, again, just, I was quoting it while I was watching it. Uh, one, oh, yeah. I've seen it so many times I can do that. And two, it's just so good. It's just so it really is. Yeah, I I, I know issues with, with the short. i, I watched it um, between uh, this week and, and the previous week. I've watched the short like three times, and it still cracks me up each and every time. Okay. <laughs> no issues with this one. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm going to say a, a five out of five and bills. It's, it's just so good. Just, ah.
0: I also give this one a five out of five. This is my favorite of the three. It's the best cartoon of the three. It's got the best gag usage of the three. It uses its time very wisely. It does a lot of the things that were perfected from Rabbit Fire. And I just love just the degree of how Daffy can be fooled and also just the way these gags are more extended and take more time and they hit more. It's just... Oh, it's so good, and it's believably one of the greatest movie the tunes they ever did
1: because it's just, for obvious reasons, they just hit it out of the park, and it's just so much of this is amazing. Yep, so. because because we have the proof here, sure. because in uh, Jerry Beck's uh, 50 Greatest Cartoons, a list that we keep on referring to it in this show— Yes See, it's almost like this almost like this Jerry Beck guy knows what he's talking about. um oh yeah totally... this was voted uh the number thirtieth greatest cartoon of all time. so it's a bit low, I think this should be a lot higher, yeah also also, one other thing i I'll say about this short. um, mm-hmm. it's a good teaching of pronouns. that's really good. yes, that part has aged very well. It has. One, it it teaches people about pronouns, and two, it respects it. You know, you you don't understand the last joke unless you know what pronouns are. So the um, the last one here.
0: So the thing about Duck Rabbit Duck is that um, when when we were when we were growing up on the uh, and the, the the first two Golden collections were up, and they had again drink. They had. Um, You know, rabbit seasoning and rabbit fire on those because those are classic. And they didn't have Duck Rabbit Duck because that wasn't on until the third one. And this was 2003, 2004, that area. So until 2000, so in 2005, there was no YouTube. There was no, these weren't online anywhere. It was hard to find rips. So getting Golden Collection 3 for the holidays that year and finally getting to see Duck Rabbit Duck was one of the cooler things actually now that i mention it i might have seen this on a vhs of bugs bunny cartoon before i saw it on dvd because yeah that's more likely because i think the library had that but finally seeing this and finally completing the trilogy felt really good and this was one of my favorites for a while even though i have grown to become i've grown to see The other two are a little better, which I'm foreshadowing my opinion on it. What am I doing? But (laughs) this one means a lot to me just from, oh, my God, it's here. It exists. We can watch it. The ironic thing is, is that just like the DVD versions, uh, Duck Rabbit Duck is still not on HBO Max while the other two are, which is weird. But regardless, it still means a lot to me, and it's... Cool that we get to cover it along with the other two
1: and, and talk about the full trilogy. Yeah, that was a lovely discovery, finding that short, because, like... That was the joy of um, getting a, a new golden collection at that time, was just discovering, especially on the uh, Buggish Bunny disc, because you know, discovering, like, Buggish Bunny short you haven't seen before is a great thing. Like, oh, wow, I, here I am. That's how I saw every single short, turns out. oh so I... Actually, never saw the end of the hunting trilogy until two thousand five.
0: And plus, you got to see it with an intro by
1: Whoopi. And 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 thankfully, thankfully, our the Doug Rabbit Dog is one of the it's one of the shorts where her intro need not apply. <laughs>
0: oh, there is nothing in here that's aged badly. Um, it's still just I mean, unless the Mongoose defamation league has really taken its toll <laughs> on um. Or the, the Dirty Skunk, Defamation League. Um, also, what I like about this one, before I actually go into it, is um, it's the only one of the trilogy to take place during the winter. And I think changing the scenery was a good idea from Jones and Maltese. So, yeah. No, Duck, Rabbit, Duck, which is 1953. And again, all these came out in succession. 51 52 and fifty-three. The fact that you got all these in a span of three years is great i mean you can't even say that about star wars movies but um we open with this uh with daffy's humming a tune as he's taking off uh, subsequent duck season signs and burning them it is very daffy you know i am a duck belt on my own self-preservation and then we get a bundled up elmer and doing some hunting
1: and i love how he just says you no know, i'm a red hot sportsman after a wild game you know, I just love how these how how these shorts in particular are pretty good at showing that hunters are uh really not the best. <laughs> you know, like like, like they hunt they, they don't hunt for food, they only hunt for game, they're <laughs> they're they're represented by Omar Fudd, who who himself yes. is the most brightest of characters. So again, just right. just thinking that even in the 50s, the Warner Brothers people were like yeah, hunting, not not the best thing. No, yeah, not, not, not a great not a great thing to do in your free time.
0: Another piece that's aged well. I love the shot of the molasses from Bugs's mug, just sort of very slowly springing out of the holes in the in the in the mug, and then we get into the um the dichotomy that Bugs makes up here with Elmer.
1: Yeah, the, the, he's a he's a. Uh,
0: a rabbit. He's a fricassian rabbit, and Elmer wants a stewing rabbit, and apparently he has to have a fricasseean license or a stewing <laughs> license in order to get bugs. And and I do love Daffy coming in here going, wait, what's the big idea? And Elmer explaining earnestly, but I don't have a fricasseean license. <laughs> and Daffy does this epic eye roll. One of my favorite eye rolls I've seen in media. I've seen it g- gift several times. It always works for me. <laughs> <sighs> and you just hear it, Carl St- stalling a little bit.
1: So then Daffy goes, All right, don't just wait a minute. I, I, I'll go write up a license for you. So he goes into Bugs' burrow. And when he comes back out of the burrow, Bugs has this kind of like shocked expression: like, wait, you actually found like paper and like he seemed kind of shocked that Daffy was able to find a patent of paper to write out a uh a fricassee and rapid license yeah
0: Bugs pulls a fast one on Daffy here he makes Daffy write fricassee and duck on the license instead of just fricasseeing and I love Elmer spiking the camera after he reads the 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 contract the um the license (laughs) Elmer has some self-awareness just not enough
1: just Daffy going like hurry up hurry up the fine print doesn't mean a thing it is Elmer's expression of Oh well, and just shoots him
0: <laughs> There's a little shrug there huh? From here on You start one of the best Running gags of this Because Daffy reads this over And he goes, well I guess I'm the goat And Bugs pulls up A goat season sign <laughs> And the fact that we get A hysterical Carl Stalling cue Every time Bugs pulls this gag That oh. says something it's just always funny. And then right as, as Elmer sh- begins to shoot him, I love Daffy's high-pitched,
1: What? <laughs> just, just Daffy going like, Wait, why are you shooting me again? <laughs> At awareness, like, wait a minute, I didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> and the gag keeps going after that. You're a dirty dog, and you are a dirty skunk. I'm a dirty stunk, Gertie skunk. Dirty skunk skis and bam. Brother, am I a pigeon?
1: Pigeon season, <laughs> bam! <laughs> yeah, that, that that's, then, that's a gag that for me could easily be can easily be in competition, honestly, with duck season, rabbit season. Uh, it, it it's as funny to me.
0: It always hits. It, it hit a lot more when I was a kid, but it always hits. I love. Right after this, we get the briefing bit with Elmer and, and Daffy, right? Because Daffy's like, okay, I'm going to brief him. I'm going to just tell him what the deal is. And this is a recurring motif in this cartoon. <laughs> and as he's doing it, Bugs builds a snow model of himself. And so <laughs> Elmer goes in, shoots it, and Bugs comes back in as a, as a ghost. Just dressed up as an Which angel. Le- yes. And this leads to an epic, epic Daffy facepalm. I mean, just
1: as good yeah, as the eyeball. just, eye just Bugs saying, Eh, what's up, Doc? How's things here on earth?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, if he's dead, then I'm a mongoose, mongoose season music cue. Bam.
1: And we didn't see the the mat, the, uh, the bill go off. We just cut to a camera angle of the ground and just his just feet. feet level. <laughs> yes. And we're just going mob briefing?
0: more briefing. <laughs> I love the, the just what's great about these is that Daffy in these is set up as his own villain. Because he's not specific, and he's not... He hasn't gotten things straightened away. He always does himself in. He tells Elmer in this next briefing session, only listen to me. Don't listen to any signs or anything else. Just listen to me. So Bugs dresses up as Daffy. Daffy goes and sees this and yells, shoot the duck. Elmer just shoots Daffy. (laughs) This is what happens when you say, listen to me, to
1: a moron. (laughs) And this is when Daffy just completely breaks down he's just completely I love this. I, I, again it, it's it also helps to to put like yes this is a singular cartoon but also helps just to think again this has been one long year and daffy's just, yeah he's been shot over and over and over again because his speech is just it's so
0: and again he's just literally he's he, this, this whole bit, which is featured in uh, a brief scene in uh, Space Jam, he's just like like dramatizing everything. I'm an elk. Shoot me. It's elk season. I'm a fiddler crab. Shoot me. It's fiddler crab season. It's so good. It's so wonderfully daffy. He can pull off this slow burn because it's so good. And as he walks away, as Bugs walks in to finish the gag, he's asking himself, what have I done? Where did I take the wrong turning? It's existential. It's sort of a cousin of Duckamuck, really. Yeah. Oh, my. God. And then the classic subversion that we have, where Bugs comes in as the game warden, and Elmer's like, they're telling me all these things are, are the season. What season is it? And Bugs is like, it's baseball season. And he throws <laughs> in a baseball, and Elmer shoots at it.
1: That's what I love about uh, about the end of the short. is Daffy's gone mad. Elmer's gone mad. But Bugs hasn't, because... Others would never go mad. It's not as fun if he goes mad. So it's just, it's just, of course, Bugs being like the straight man in all of this. It's it's so. Good. So eventually, uh, Daffy Duck he calms down. It just says, uh, "So he, you took care of him." Bugs like, "Yeah, that's the end of him." And I like to think that that's kind of meta for Chuck being like, "Okay, we have to stop here." Like this has to be the last yes. one, cause that's very mm-hmm. final talk. Like it's the end of him. He's not gonna hunt us anymore. And then, and then, shows Bugs, who, who, of course, Bugs knows his duck season, cause, cause he's seen the signs that were taken down by Daffy earlier in the the beginning of the short. So Bugs just goes, right. "Hey, so just uh, between the two of us, uh, what season is it really?" And Daffy just goes. <laughs> Don't be so naive, Buster. Why everybody knows it's really duck season. And just in a shot that also kind of took place in um in, in Daffy's first appearance in, in Porky's uh Probably duck duck hunt, yeah. duck hunt. All of a sudden, all these hunters show up and they shoot at him. And, and we, we, we we cut into Daffy, and it's just blackness everywhere. He's been completely tethered, feathered up. And he's pissed, he's so pissed. It's just
0: a very full circle thing. Like, you know, his first appearance was like that entire Cavalcade of Hunters. And now the end of this saga is that entire Cavalcade of Hunters and he's, it's supposed to be a a culmination of everything and he's beat down.
1: You know, he he puts his bill back on and just
0: you're
1: despicable and there's no other way we could have hinted it just end there nope. and oh man
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a nice one it's it's not as good as as the other two I will say it's honestly more of a, like an underrated kind of favorite but it does a lot of really good gags right especially that runner <laughs> with which animals <laughs> and uh it, it's, it goes deeper in a lot of things especially the elmer daffy relationship it's just I, I give this one a 4.5 out of 5. it's not perfect a couple things especially some slowness in the beginning take it off for me but i still love this
1: one i'm giving it a five out of five because these are all Ooh. really really good these are all really really good i i i, I all right I, this was the short that i'd say in my whole lifespan i've watched the least you no know, i've walked yeah. out of a Fire* a ton I haven't really booted up my Golden Collection Disc 1 all, all that much uh, between, between the 15 years. But um, the, the Science guy just kills me. Like, again, like uh, I said earlier, I, I really do feel that sign guy can easily go toe-to-toe with uh, Duck Season and Rabbit Season as, as a great runner. Yeah, definitely.
0: All of these, and, and just, just so I know, because I mentioned mine earlier, of all three of these, which one is your favorite?
1: Uh I'm not saying this because you also said it, but I, I have to give it to uh, Rabbit Seasoning.
0: Yeah, perfect one.
1: And I saw three, pretty much consecutive times this week, and it's still carrying up the entire time. I know the entire short word for word, practically. So, yeah, I, I gotta give it to, to, to Rabbit Seasoning. And I also
0: wanna cover, before we really tie a knot on this one so much, What I, what I hinted at earlier, why, do these three work why do you think that these have become so well loved not only by looney tunes fans but by cartoon fans or comedy fans in general
1: i think it has something to do with the fact that and this this goes back to like you know like cartoon comedy in general which is cartoon comedy do with the fact that doesn't have to be strictly for cartoons if you can take any Animated bit, let like it be from Spongebob or Tunes or whatever, and you get two actors to perform the exact same bit and it still kills. That's yeah. well written comedy. Heck.
0: Except if it's Abbott and, and Castella.
1: But even then, you can take Abbott and Castella routines and bring it to animation and it still hits. So, you know, case in point. Right. Case in point, um, in the Animaniacs cartoon where Cyberskill and Skippy. Go to Woodstock and they do a mm. bit that is who's on first, but it's about the band The Who. And it's hilarious. It still kills, and that structure, that joke is like 60, 70 years old. Yeah. Somewhere, case in point, you could, I mean, I don't know how exactly you would transcribe a rabbit season, duck season to a live action, live action medium, but I'm sure if you're to to try you you can try and it would still work because that's just yeah it, it's that's, it's good comedy it,
0: it's 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 intrinsically funny yeah yes.
1: I, I think it has something to do with that and um it just has something to do with with the fact that this is one of the few trilogy of shorts ever made so there aren't a lot of other I mean, I mean yeah the there's Tom and Jerry shorts, but there aren't like. It's like but they did do like Musketeers, and and and, and I was one.
0: about to reference that one. Yes, the on guard with the cat.
1: Actually, that's an example. Tom and Jerry has the um the the shorts, which is uh yes. like a riff on the theme uh, Three Musketeers, but it's uh Jerry and Child. I, I don't know. of the mouse, right? oh sniffles is chuck jones's first creation for warner brothers
0: okay never mind <laughs> I, um...
1: I, I don't know i don't know who the the the, the, the gray mouse the one that, that's clearly a child you
0: all know which one we're talking ah, about
1: yeah of course the, the, it, it, it won the, the economy war i anyways they did a, a series of those however i i can argue that there's only one of those that everyone remembers which is the first one which is called the the, the two Basketeers, so those that—that's the one everyone remembers. While with Chuck Jones' hunting trilogy, Wild Duck, Rabbit, Duck is under-remembered, underremembered, underappreciated. People at least know Seizing and Fire, so they know enough to a fact where they know there's more. There's another good cartoon that's linked to this.
0: Yeah, and then, and even if they don't know, like you know, people will know Rabbit Seizing and Rabbit Fire, but they'll at least know. The, I'm an elk, shoot me, it's elk season bit because they've seen Space Jam. In terms of my answer as to why I think these work, I think it's really just a quality of the, just how much the gags hit in all three of them and how similarly structured they are. I think that like, they feel like constants. It feels like, okay, you can ease into this cartoon knowing that it's gonna hit this structure, that all these gags are gonna work. And it's not, like, it's not like a Wiley Kito- karaoke cartoon where you don't know what's exactly going to come at what point or another sort of cartoon where you don't really know the formula. You know what the method of the madness is going to be. You just don't know how exactly it's going to work, if that makes any sense at all. Um, it's just the formula works. These characters work together. These three were really just a perfect storm of just great jokes and great comedy and great lines. And I am glad that people still talk about these three cartoons today. Cause they're all fantastic. And I'm glad that hopefully we, we added something new to the conversation. If there's another co- if there's another podcast that exists that says the exact same stuff that we just did, then I'm very sorry, but hopefully we put a different spin on it.
1: Yeah. And also just because it does get unrepresented, watch duck rabbit duck
0: watch duck Ooh, rabbit, watch duck,
1: rabbit duck. duck i mean there's a very strong possibility that people are listening to this i've seen *Rabbit rabbit seasoning but not duck rabbit duck go watch that one it, it, it's, it, good it's one. really good it, it yeah. deserves to be a part of the trilogy it, it, it's not like some sort of uh uh you know like how like like new hopes the, the best one and then empire goes completely different and jedi is kind of eh Like no, they're, they're all they're, they're pretty well good i think
0: jedi's kind of eh Return of the Jedi's great. Oh, I know that. But
1: internet. internet <laughs> okay, good.
0: <though. laughs> By the, this is a completely different podcast, but all Star Wars is good Star Wars. There I said it. I'm not taking it back. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get murdered for that one online, but I don't care.
1: If you went into a movie, you were entertained. It did its job quiet anyway even if it didn't do things the exact way you wanted it to it's still an entertaining
0: movie because it's set in space and it's supposed to be entertaining (laughs) anyway i i'll I'll do that shit on (laughs) Uh, anything any other final thoughts on the hunting trilogy
1: um no uh there's a pretty good bonus feature on Uh, on the Gone Collection Volume Three, there is a pretty good drink. There is a pretty good feature about the Hunting Trilogy, so I also recommend you look that up because that's also a lot of fun. Yes, good talking heads there. Got uh, Eric Goldberg, who who finds Duck Rabbit, who finds Duck Rabbit Duck to be his favorite of the three. He actually he found the really yes his favorite. So this is what we're talking about.
0: By the way, fun fact about Eric Goldberg: Eric Goldberg graduated from the same high school that I graduated from.
1: He's and he's and he's also college friends with my uh, high school film professor. So
0: yeah. yeah, we all have Eric Goldberg connections. Also, there's a mural on the wall at my old high school of uh, of his genie because he was also the uh, the character designer for the genie from Aladdin. So uh, there's there's a little genie on the wall because Eric Goldberg went to. Uh, my high school. So it's, it's pretty cool. And we, we like him. And he's, he's a friend of a friend as well. So. Right,
1: so every day you walk by the halls and you saw the genie? Yeah. On the way to my journalism room, which, fun fact, my journalism teacher at my high school was one of my favorite teachers
0: and still is a genuinely good guy. One of the nicest guys on the
1: planet. All right. So I get into next week's show. I think we have to get into next week's show. For next week's show, we are going to talk about three shorts that in one way or another talks about the making of hollywood and and the um the, the kind of fictional world of making a, a warner brothers cartoon right. so we're going to be looking at uh the scarlet pumpernickel yes which is which is about daffy pitching a Broader uh, short for him to star in? Yes,
0: and that's a great one.
1: A star is bored, which is all about the dangerous world of cartoon stunts. Yes, and a rabid rampage, <laughs> because that is a cartoon character dealing with a cartoonist and getting mad at him. Right. So, also we we really like that one as, as children, and we want to talk about it again. So. Yeah,
0: that's one that um. I anticipated that one's inclusion on an eventual golden collection drink. So, um, well, there's so many drunks listening to this
1: podcast right now. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into our, uh, our, our, interesting story regarding Rabbit rampage, yes. but, um, that's the end of our show. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow me at Mark Hill 1995 on Twitter.
0: You can also follow me at tall Schmidt on Twitter.
1: And if you like to keep up with the podcast and give your thoughts on this week's shorts, you can follow at that underscore loony or type in the podcast title. We are the first result. You can
0: also find us wherever podcasts are readily available. That includes your Apple podcasts, your Spotify podcasts, your player FMs, your, wherever you listen to this, keep listening to it there unless you don't like them, unless they stole your money or something, in which case find a new one. But we are out there and we are ready to be listened to. I'm Mark. And I'm Jordan. Thank you for joining us. And next week, we'll be in for some more cartoon goodness that isn't as talked about as these three. Hope you enjoyed the show.